What's going on, everybody? This is Camden Hill from Babylon and Dablin. Just wanted to take a second to let you know what you just heard is a snippet of today's guest's new song. It's coming on their new EP. So make sure you stay around to the end of the episode today, and we're going to let the entire track play. So if you're a fan of music, this is one for you for sure. Uh, make sure you check out Boots and Cats wherever they're found. And uh, let them know that you're digging it if you're digging it. If you're not digging it, I don't know, go jump off a cliff. Anyway, let's get into this shit. This is Babbling and Dabbling. You know the deal. Go. Uh, welcome to the show. This is Babbling and Dabbling. You already know we are podcasts. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Uh. Uh, welcome to the show. This is babbling and dabbling. You already know we are podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Podcast. Yeah, we babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Babbling and dabbling. Uh. All right, welcome back to another episode of Babbling and Dabbling. My name is Camden Hill. My co-host Scott Barnhart and myself are joined today by a very special guest or guests. It's two people, one group. Used to be Boots and Cats. Coming back now is BZKZ. Yeah. We're still Boots and Cats. Okay. It's kind of an acronym. Fuck butts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Boots and Cats. Easier to find them as BZKZ. Fuck. There you go. I forgot to take the fucking Instagram picture with Uh-Oh while he was here. Wow. Mm. Sorry, that shouldn't be in your episode anyway, but <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Get him back in here. <laughs> he just tagged me and it hit me. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> all right. Sorry. So intro. Uh. This has nothing to do with DJ O, but he was our last guest. So if you listen to these things in order, you'll know that. <laughs> All right, as always, you can follow us along on social media. Uh, Facebook.com slash Babbling Dabbling. That's B-A-B-B-L-I-N-D-A-B-B-L-I-N. On Instagram and Twitter, both of the handles are Babbling Dabbling. Same spelling, B-A-B-B-L-I-N-D-A-B-B-L-I-N. Uh, if you want to follow me personally... Instagram and Twitter both are at dflamingo187. Scott, hit them. You guys can uh, follow me if you want to keep up with my music on uh, soundcloud.com slash hazardwave. And uh, links to my Facebook and Instagram are both on there, so you'll be able to find me there. Dope. Boots and cats. Yes, sir. Where can people find you guys at? Uh, BZKZ Music. All the handles. Website, bzkzmusic.com. At bzkzmusic. Don't follow our personal stuff. Just... Hit up, hit up the band. Don't treat them like people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Objectify them. <laughs> All right. So. I would like to start this off real quick with uh, Treading Water. is an amazing song. I've listened Thanks, to it man. like 10 times <laughs> since I uh, found out we were doing this interview. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. we. Um, that was great. This next one that we're working on is called Through the Woods. It's similar. We have the same Sophie Lavelle. She's incredible. Um, she's featured again. And we actually recorded our drummer on an e-kit with this oh, okay. one. So it's going to be kind of similar to it, but just you know, maybe more advanced. It's right. actually going to be the title track of our EP coming up, Through the Woods. True that. Uh, true that. There's going to be four new songs on it. But yeah, back to Treading Water. I appreciate that, man. That song has our the most plays on Spotify by far of any of our tracks. And it's definitely kind of a 
crowd pleaser. We'll see people in the crowd at shows that we've never seen before that yeah. obviously came to hear that song. So it's pretty cool. Oh, that's a, that's gotta that's be nice. a good, good feeling. feeling. For Thanks sure. for mentioning that. Yeah. that I'm glad you brought that up because I listen, but I my fucking information retention level is very low. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I heard something. I just don't know what the fuck it was called. But I liked what I heard. Oh yeah, good yeah, deal. If you guys are fans of music, uh. I, now I saw you guys listed as something. What do you call it? Live Tronica. Live Tronica. Uh, that's Tronica. your genre. Yeah, that's that's, okay. that's that's our genre. Yeah, for those who have no idea who the hell we are, um, we we produce electronic music like a DJ would, but we just have a full band on top of it: guitar, bass, drums. So it's Live Tronica is the best way to describe it because it might be like heavy rock and dubstep, or like yeah. disco and house music. So we kind of just we just do whatever we feel like. How's it been being received by the? Uh, by the community so far, pretty well. Pretty well. It, it's been a. I think it's really battle. new. It's great that you guys are bringing that. Mm-hmm. Well, we started. We started doing this like six years ago, okay. and so people like had no idea what was going on, <laughs> and we weren't that good yet either. So, so it wasn't on. translating as well either. Yeah, just playing like frat parties and stuff. Yeah, and they're just like, it's loud. I like that. I mean, <laughs> but uh, the louder the better, dude. I would say that recently it's been a lot more easier received with the community because of the fact that edm has gone so mainstream yeah yeah now the fact that people hear you know electronic music house music dubstep when they listen to the radio it makes it a lot easier to the ears to hear us live and it yeah. not be so jarring and um you know weird at the time i guess is the best way to put it but recently we've had this revelation that you know college kids actually do like this kind of music now which is great we go play in millersville yeah. in athens and Kids get down to house music now. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They used to walk right out. Be like, what is this? Maybe it's because we just used to suck and we're a lot better. (laughs) A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B with that one. For sure. All right, so uh, we'll plug this now and at the end of the show. Uh, You guys got some dates coming up. Where can people come check you out? Um, October 25th, Deep Roots Pre-Party, Milledgeville, Georgia, Buffingtons. Then November 1st at Amici, in Macon. In Macon. Amici Macon, not Amici Milledgeville. And then November 9th, we're going to be playing at the Hummingbird in Macon with Rochambeau, a traveling band, touring band out of... Um, Atlanta, I think. I think they're out of Atlanta. Um, I don't, sure. don't quote me on that. They're out they're, of somewhere, but they will be in Macon. In the way... <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll be, they'll be in Macon on November 9th at the Hummingbird. And the way the booking agent described it to us was an electronic black keys so if you're into black keys and you're into electronic music maybe come check i mean it out. i listen to them they're, they're dope that's they're a good dope. way to describe it electronic black i guess keys. So. Cool. yeah yeah and then um on halloween night 10 31 we're throwing a dj party it's not going to be our full band it's not going to be a boots and cat show but ryan and i are going to be djing at the at the hummingbird throwing the monster mash dance party throw down some house music rap trap do you guys have a, a name that you guys go by when you're just DJing y'all too? Do you still go by the Boots and Cats name? Or? We might call it like, you know, Boots and Cats DJ set or okay. something like that. But really it's just, um, you know, we're friends of the Hummingbird. And they're like, let's throw down. And we're like, sure. So it's not really associated with our with music, band. our okay. band. We're okay. just going to play ridiculous rap music and house. And stuff. We've right. tried recently Very to different. differentiate ourselves when people think they're coming to see Boots and Cats that they're expecting to see instruments. Yeah. You know, like when the, when they hear Boots and Cats, it's going to be Ryan and I playing live unless it has that DJ, you know, li- uh, labeled next to it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I did want to get into the uh, origin of the name. How did uh, you guys, how did you come up with the Boots and Cats House name? House music, dude. Because of the fucking rhythm. Boots and Cats. So, dude, you know how many times I did that? I'm like, I, I don't know if that's true or not, but I was like, that's it's probably to, It's it totally is. it. But um, <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were playing, I don't think, I, I don't know if we were playing or I might have been just running sound at a Mercer talent show. 
and there was a kid that was beatboxing. And I asked him, how did you learn how to beatbox? And he said, I, I started saying boots and cats and boots and cats that's really the fast. First beginner ways. And then that's how I, that's how I heard about it in my head. And then him and I started making music and it just, I don't know you came up with it. You were like, dude, boots and cats, it's yeah. gotta work. And then you wanted to come up with the rebranding to make it BZKZ because Puss in Boots wasn't exactly what we <laughs> yeah, were Yeah, we'd, we'd have like Schrodinger's be like, oh my gosh, just like that cute little cat from Shrek. And it's like, oh, I, uh, I might quit music now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just going to go hang myself, bitch. <laughs> uh, if you're not familiar with Ryan on Facebook, he hates vowels. That's really why they're rebranding Boots and Cats, getting rid of that shit. <laughs> totally. Vowels <laughs> are Ryan, Ryan Walters. Yeah. All right, so even before Boots and Cats formation, this is a question for both of you guys, so just, you know, one at a time answer if you'd like. Uh, When did you first get into music, or was Boots and Cats your first go When you say into music, you mean getting into music in terms of being fans of music or in terms of playing music? Creativity, like, yeah. I'm going to do this shit. Um, We both were in bands in high school. It's really funny how different our origins were. Um, I played in an acoustic band in high school. We covered a lot of Dave Matthews, a lot of Jack Johnson, stuff like that. Oh, I love um, Jack Johnson. Sorry. And I love Dave Matthews, so it's cool. I mean, I love that I love that music, and I had never even really played bass. I was playing acoustic guitar. And then I got to college and started playing bass, and that band broke up, and that's when I met Ryan, who was into, like, metal and punk and not, yeah, a, not yeah, I was always – I, I went to middle school in Jacksonville, and so the punk emo scene is huge there. I, probably not anymore, but it used to be. Yeah. And so from there, I got into, like, you know, playing guitar, trying to impress girls. And then, like, I got into metal after I saw Azalea dying. I know we're not supposed to like him anymore because he tried to kill his wife. but I still listen to Confined all the time. There you go. Yeah, Yeah, great great track. And so then I was like, I want to do that. And so I (laughs) – yeah, (laughs) you've been canceled. But, um, yeah, no. So I I just was like, I want to be able to play like that. And so I just – and then eventually I found electronic music. And until I met Dixon, I never thought of combining – the two, because I was just listening to like psychedelic trance and just like, this is great. And then, you know, the first time we met, he was like, well, have you ever played your guitar on top of that? And that was just mind blowing to me because you already knew all these. Livetronica I had known about Livetronica when we met each other, but I never had played it. Like I said, I was playing acoustic rock for the most part, but I got into jam bands and fish and the disco biscuits and STS nine. And that's what they were doing was combining electronic elements with rock. And so that's when I met you and was like, dude, I play bass, you play guitar. Let's try and produce some shit and play over the top of it. And yeah, we I think did. we made like a shitty beat in Fruity Loops and jammed on it for like 10 minutes. And that might have been the birth of Boots and Cats. Yeah. Shout out to Fruity Loops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> FL Studio. I mean, Cracker, FL uh, Studio was shit. huge for us for about the first couple years. I think we made our first EP. All the drums were made in Fruity Loops. Big oh, I still use it. It's, it's so user friendly. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's great. No, FL Studio is great. I think the reason that we switched to Ableton, I know this is kind of off topic, but the reason we switched to Ableton was because we can use it for live and for. Producing. Oh yeah, it's, a, it, it's yeah. very versatile. Whereas with FL, that's only for studio. And then you'd have to pick a new DAW to yeah. use live. So I think you went with Ableton because you're an elitist prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that too. That's, that's, that's how, how I started. started that right? too. I was like, I'm sick of being with these common men. <laughs> these fucking peasants in their webs with fucking their FL studio. <laughs> yeah, no, FL's great. And like I, so I learned by like in college, I would you know like be like studying you take an Adderall or something and instead of doing all of that I would just learn how to make music all night and um, you know Seamless if anybody's <laughs> ever trying to learn on FL Studio look up Seamless he's the man he taught me everything I know so that I could even switch to Ableton later so that guy's got awesome tutorials we owe him a lot now did you, did you go to Mercer? oh yeah okay yeah I was, oh yeah 
I'm making sure that's I had where the right. we met. We we met at a in a frat at Mercer. That's how yeah. we how we got started was just playing our buddies' frat parties and stuff. Hell yeah, dude! So mm. what were y'all's majors? Not live tronica music, I'm sure. No, I don't. <laughs> that's we're working we're working on that becoming a major. Right? Yeah, I, I did philosophy. I was a marketing major. I'm glad yeah. you found music. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go Bears though. Shout out to Mercer. Yeah, go Bears. Uh, I mean, I like them because I'm from here, but... There you go. There you go. Not <laughs> a good geographical thing. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Location only. Um, so, what is the favorite venue? If you guys both have the same venue, then, I mean, that's cool too, but favorite venue you guys have played at in your uh, time doing BZKZ? That's tough. For me, I'd probably say the venue we played at last, which was Aisle 5. That was a big step for us. All of Aisle 5. We had, we had played Smith's Old Bar in Atlanta and drew pretty well there, and we got a gig opening for our buddies Capsule Corp at Aisle 5. And the hospitality, the sound, the production. The sound, man. We got, a re- we got a recording of the whole show. I think we're going to drop a track from it later in the podcast. Um, that that venue's just awesome. In terms of all-time favorite venues, I'd probably have to shout out to Roasted. Yep, yep. I mean, that's just <laughs> that's just where we, where we really got – where we transitioned from frat parties to actual venues was roasted. So shout out to Nick and all that. And obviously we love the hummingbird and stuff, but I think the aisle five would probably be my all time favorite venue we've played. Yeah. In terms of how everything went and how everything sounded, absolutely aisle five. But in terms of where my heart is, is roasted for sure. That was, that was the, the most fun place. RIP. RIP roasted. <laughs> now, no, have you guys I, heard? Oh, sorry. What do you got? Oh, I was just going to say, I asked this, uh, speaking of on that topic, I asked everyone who's a musician this because it's always a funny or crazy answer. Uh, what's y'all's worst bomb? Like, worst show or like, Ooh, worst Oh, experience? I would love to tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to agree on this. Which one? 2014, we were, uh, 2014 or 15, we got offered to play in Panama City Beach oh, for spring break. <laughs> and. And we played at this place called the Banana Peel. Again, RIP. I'm not even uh, sure. It's a great it, name. I'm not even sure if it still exists. But um, we played for a college spring break that um, nobody gave a shit about the music. It was all um, just a bunch it of was, It was like a, that, we didn't know what to expect. It was like a motel courtyard. We played in a yeah. hotel at a, at a, like a, a motel. Like a yeah. motel. Yeah. Okay. Like, the banana it had one <laughs> floor. The banana peel. <laughs> we had to bring all of our own equipment. Um had to pl- we, you know, we were we were playing during their spaghetti dinner or whatever. And I mean they they put us up in a room that didn't even have toilet paper, didn't have towels. <laughs> and there was like six of us because we brought a buddy and like he brought our drummer brought a friend at the time. And so we were just shacked up in this hotel trying to play music and Wound up not getting paid. Um, well, not, yeah, not to mention, like, they said they were going to feed us, and they gave us a single sandwich over the course of, like, they gave three you all days. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no bananas at all. God yeah, damn it, so, I want so the, the, the most lit part about this venue, um, and the reason they're called the Banana Peel, is their thing is this co- thing called the Banana Peel Contest, which is where a dude puts a banana in between his legs, and then a girl would, like, get on her knees <laughs> and try and peel the banana dude, with her mouth. this place sounds wild. <laughs> it, was, it was heinous. That's PCB spring break for you. We played four shows over the course of the week, didn't get paid for any of them. Um, I think we had fun at one. Yeah, well, we... Yeah, that's just because some of our friends came. <laughs> yeah, they happened to be there. Shout, yeah. shout out to the the Kappa Sigs in, in Macon. The, the Mercer Kappa Sigs were in Panama City Beach for spring break that week and came out to see one of our shows. That, and was, that was lit. Yeah. That was a lot but, of fun. Um, but 
what a mess. Yeah, what a we were show. so pissed because we were hungry. We didn't have any money. And, like, <laughs> we were getting treated like shit. So, like, the last night, we just completely, like, rolling stones to the hotel room and just fucking destroyed the whole thing. <laughs> was, honestly, Sounds like it was destroyed before you got there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, so biggest bomb for sure, but some of the most fun I've probably ever had. Do you have another one in mind that was worse or comparable? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Any of those weird day festivals? festivals we've played where there's been like little kids running around and we're just like blah, 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 blah. sometimes but those can be fun though they can be but electronic can hit be really miss. wholesome hit or miss yeah for sure you know you're not, you're not up there just screaming out fuck you motherfucker fuck this <laughs> fuck that right so i guess you can get away with it now one yeah. thing we decided a while ago with our lyrics was we never wanted to have to have that parental advisory explicit content label yeah. mm. um we'll we'll play songs that have you know curse words in it on stage but Sometimes we like especially releases music that we release. We try and stay away from that just because it can only hurt your place. Well, did you guys know that it's um that's not a law. It's not a thing. You don't have to put the parental advisory. I did not know that. Yeah, on CDs and when they were doing that in the '90s, they did it because it pushed sales. You actually don't have to advise. People I feel like it would curse. hinder our streams. You think it would push streams or make? I don't know how it works. I don't think anybody cares anymore. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'd imagine with distribution, there's probably certain like, okay, this is right. You need to have the parental advisor. If you you ever try to use like Song Trader or stuff like that, where they have like you know companies will like look for like commercial music and stuff, uh, you got to think about that too. Well, that's one thing with um, having clean music. It's easier to find somebody that might be willing to use your music in an ad they have or you know or a commercial video game. That which is like tight. the video only game, way yeah. to make money at music anyways yeah <laughs> yeah shout out to the music industry sucking <laughs> yeah, for that's why i best. do comedy now spotify is great for the end listener i use spotify all the time but it's definitely hard to make money yeah. off spotify streams but. Totally. <clears throat> it's hard to make money off the of music period yeah no, <laughs> no, totally. as long as we're paying for our, ourself and we're paying for the equipment that we use we're happy yeah pretty yeah. much pretty much this yeah, whole yeah. next EP that we're doing is going to be DIY, so that's Completely. tight. Well, How long has that been in the works for? Stoked. It depends. Like This one song that's going to be on, I think it's actually the live song that we'll be listening to later, but uh, we started that like a month ago. But then this other song, I started writing like over a year ago. Yeah, so it just it depends. Yeah. I would say the EP in itself, in terms of a concept, has been in the works for about nine months. Yeah. What okay. are we at? In October, so pretty much the whole 2019 and it's, right. it's cool. I think we, uh, he talked about it earlier. Our last EP, we didn't have our our drummer on it at all. It was it was all recorded drums in Ableton and samples yeah. and stuff. And this next one, we actually recorded our drummer, and he's going to be featured on the EP and in full. It's going to be it's going to be he, awesome. Did he get an ego trip or something? Do you have to let him know he's replaceable? No, we <laughs> it's not even it's not it's even that. Like you, we can make drums sound so good in Ableton, and there's oh, yeah. nothing that you can do to compare that to the feel of an actual live drummer playing yeah. on you it. So shout out to Thomas that. Reed, um, yeah. our drummer uh, at Tom, Tommy's World. Tommy's World. Um, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm gonna shout out to him. He's sick. I'm super stoked to have him on this next EP. It's gonna be awesome. We're also gonna have a family of guests. Um, we haven't really announced it yet, so it's That's kind true. of a Kind of a little plug here in the podcast. Evan Miller from Funk U, Burt Cheshire from Capsule Corp, Sophie Lavelle, Matt Henderson from Dank. We're going to kind of make this a family affair of this next EP. Yeah, it'll be awesome. fun. We're not going to officially announce well, that yet. You have to be listening to this podcast to know. There you go. <laughs> you, go. Oh, no, you got the exclusive. I'm not the fucking place. We're not the fucking place to do that. Well, I mean, unless you just don't want a lot of people to know about it. <laughs> What's y'all's creative process like? Like, where do you usually start? Or does it kind of change up from song to song? It definitely, it definitely changes. Definitely changes. Um, there are some songs 
where I'll just be like, hey, Dixon, I did something. I wrote, I wrote this today. I wrote here, and here, here, learn it. it. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and I'll learn it. And I'll learn it and think it's amazing. I mean, Winds of Cardea on our last track, our last EP, same thing. Ryan wrote that entire song. Then there'll be other tracks where we'll just be in the studio like, okay, let's make a beat that's 128 BPM. Pick a key, dude. What do you think in D sharp minor? Why not? What, you know, <laughs> F, F major, whatever. And then we just go and we'll usually record those sessions so that at the end of it, we're like, okay, that. Any cool bits in here? That yeah. bit in there was really cool. Let's try and make a track out of that. And then we start build. Usually drums first, then add in some bass and melody and then kind of go from there. Pick, pick a chord progression and just jam yeah. on it. Yeah. So, yeah, we do both, which I think helps with the variety of what our songs sound like. You know, because there are songs that like I've written the lyrics first and then done, and then we have totally. most, a lot of our songs don't even have lyrics, so we just kind of okay. It's different each it, time. It keeps it interesting. Though. And all the songs that do have lyrics, you pretty much wrote the lyrics yourself. Yeah, yeah, totally. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that's 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 what but that's what's so awesome about it is he's come to me before with full tracks already written, done, and. It's like here, learn this bass line, and I'm like, shit, this is awesome. <laughs> well, that's the same way. I can't write. wait to play yeah, it Friday night. <laughs> I can't just. I'll come up with a riff, but I'm I keep an entire every element of the song in mind when I'm writing. Totally. You know, yeah. Like I'll go from even if I'm playing guitar, I'll know that the next part I want to do like a two step beat or something like that. Right. Right. Or what can I play to you know to so, complement that? Yeah. Or to to get you to that next point, mm -hmm. I would say definitely transitions are some of the hardest parts of making music. We can jam on a cool riff all day, but being able to figure out an, an intro verse chorus structure mm -hmm. of a yeah. song is always it is know, tough. The, the tough and the fun part so yeah we usually we just do like a verse chorus five minute jam and then we, <laughs> and we peak on the chorus again but that's worked for a couple songs but we really have been trying to like expand we've been doing a lot of really different stuff with our how we use ableton live we've actually before we came here we've been working on like looping uh, parts of our jams and then recording synth parts to loop within the jam as like part of the jam. So we're just really, okay. we're just, you know, we're just screwing around. We're just having a good time and cool. It stuff enables happens. us to expand the songs to be different than. Right. So we don't have a keyboard player. Either. We don't, we don't have a keyboard player live. So if we want to play keys or we want to play synth, we have to do it ourselves and then loop it. And it enables us to make it to where a five minute treading water can turn into a seven and a half minute treading yeah. water with a riff in the middle of it that you've never heard before. And just, you know, kind of, oh, yeah. kind of mm. keep the listeners on their toes because you don't want people to think that they're hearing the same show every time. Right. Right. Word. For sure. Hell yeah. Dude, it seems like a lot of people are scared of diversity within their own music. Mm. I guess, I mean, I see from a marketing aspect, especially if you're trying to build a name, people kind of want to hear the same thing, I guess, and mm -hmm. they get used to you, and then once you find a good core fan base, then you diversify. But I've always I've always loved versatility, man. Like, if I can see an artist do one thing, and then the next track he's doing something different, or, you know, and then, oh, they got this whole other element on the new track, I'm like, damn, I love that. I hate fucking stagnant music, you know? Well, we really, I think, we like, we like to take a lot of pages out of the jam band book. And so, you know, pretty much every jam band, they're going to throw down a funk jam. They're going to throw down a disco jam. They're going to hit, like, a weird R&B groove. Like, every every jam band has to have a reggae jam, too. Yeah, you got to <laughs> have the reggae jam, you know. You know, if you, if you were a jam band from the last 15 years, you have to have an uns jam. You know, like, yeah. it's just... So we kind of pull from all the things that we like, you know, whether it's punk or Super classic true. rock or Dave Matthews Band or... The Disco Biscuits or Skrillex. Like, we just take yeah. it all together and just push it onto the computer. And this is doing EP, a great job. Thanks. Hey, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. It's interesting that you, you bring that up because this will be our third EP coming up here that we've, that we've made. And every single 
one, there's not one genre that's the whole thing. It'll be no, some house, some drum and bass, some dubstep, some yeah. trap. This one's going to be more house. More housey for sure. We have a drum and bass track coming out. Um, no rap on this one. We do have um, Midas Wright guesting with us, but it's not going to be. I was just about to ask about him. It, my, Midas <laughs> guested with us on our last EP. Well, dude, no, we have our, the, on this new EP, we're remixing his one of his songs that he did, Hourglass, yep. when he was doing that Hourglass thing. Yep. yep. So, yep. so he's still on so it. So Midas one is still with us. Shout out to Midas Wright <laughs> for Midas. sure. <laughs> FBK shout out too, for man. sure. Dude, he's killing it, man. I see. I he's like, killing it. I don't know. I guess he just disappeared off of Facebook. That's what most people do. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Facebook sucks. But. Yeah. And yeah, then, and then you crushing. feel like you haven't heard from the person in forever, and you're like, "Dude, what happened to that guy?" It's like, "Dude, he's fine. Yeah. He's just not on yeah. Facebook." <laughs> I, think, I think I still got his phone number. I might, maybe I'm just the asshole. I haven't reached out to him. You should, you should, <laughs> you should hit him up and see if he wants to be on this podcast. He would love it. Yeah, I got his number. Unless he changed it, and I don't know. That, that's a good he, chance. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll, I'll get you those digis at the end of the podcast. All right. So, uh, fuck. What was the next question? Where's my list? <laughs> Sorry. No worries. Super professional. Um. Again, pretty much all the questions I have are to both of you. So, I mean, just kind of take your turns answering whichever way you feel. Cool. Um, so, if you had your own country, what would be the first rule you'd put into place? Uh, techno is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> everybody listens to it at all times. Rule number one. Everything your slogan. Is, everything is a dance me. party. Techno is awesome. Yeah, everything <laughs> is just a dance party. Dude, I don't know. Because when you get into that, then, you know. You know, like, what's the First Amendment of your country's constitution that you've created? So, yeah. I think the U.S. had it right. Free speech, boom, first rule. Free speech equals techno, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's included within. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought mine would be, like, no money. Just all work and do what we want to do, and hopefully enough people want to better society like trade potatoes and stuff yeah dude go back to go back to bartering go back to bartering <laughs> dog hey i make the fucking most fire coconuts you ever did have you got some pretty dope collard greens let's swap it out you know <laughs> and i'd be like i, I could pirate further free loops on your computer let me, let me get some lunch <laughs> okay don't come to my island <laughs> you got anything? uh what song's been stuck in y'all's head lately dude honestly it's driving me crazy that lizzo track it comes it okay. comes to me at night <laughs> <laughs> and tells me that I'm a bad person. Did yeah. you see the video I shared of that yesterday? No, I should have. Did you? Oh my god, it's so fucking. It's like a six second video. It's just, it starts with her. It's like, I just took a DNA test, turns out. And then it switches to Wilford Brimley. I've, had, I've been diabetic for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> or I've had diabetes. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, um, it changes every day, usually. It's just yeah. like a an absolute carousel of madness in here. And it's just always something stuck in my head. It's, uh, I saw Drew Holcomb in the Neighbors Friday night, and I got their song Family Stuck in my head. It's acoustic music that we were talking yeah. about earlier. Went with, went with my dad and my sister. It was awesome. Dude, Played at the Variety Playhouse music. in Atlanta. Acoustic, uh, acoustic. Acoustic music I say that is all fucking time, dope. <laughs> I love just like relaxing it, especially when I'm driving. Like good singer-songwriter yeah, yeah. type stuff. Yeah, yeah. so I, I have one of his songs stuck in my head, Drew Holcomb. It's a good, good, good stuff. Um, definitely changes for me like on a daily basis, though. I'm listening to music all the time. Yeah. Right now, mine's uh, Lil Aaron, Nobody. <laughs> There you go. I don't think I've heard that one. I'm, about, I'm, I'm gonna look it up later for sure. All, All right. right. I guess we're about to hear it. No, we're not. <laughs> I'll show you guys. All I'll there. hear it after. Uh, yeah. afterwards. Somebody will hear it somewhere. It won't be me. <laughs> I, I'm Camden. Like, what? Do you have any music stuck in your head? No. No. All right. I mean, you I just go by Camden or Cam. Camden. Uh, that fat motherfucker. I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't call you Cam. That flamingo. Oh, I will. Guy. <laughs> you are repping the flamingos today for all of our listeners. Gang, gang. <laughs> Shit, that's Theo's thing. 
We're not big enough for that to matter, though. Um, so you guys are getting big, though. I've seen your no? your shit around Facebook, and it seems like you're getting a little we bit of clout. That. I'm excited. I'm stoked to be on here, man. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. For only That's having one, I know you like out. to joke yes. a lot, but you guys have been yeah. been doing some shit, I've dude. Seen- it's it's amazing to me. I did music for over ten fucking years. And it's like nobody gave a fuck. I started doing comedy, <laughs> boom, everything's clicking for me. It's like that's awesome, it's like dude. I'm where I need to be in that, my life. That's awesome, sure. dude. So I, love, I, love, I like I love the comedy. It's good yeah, stuff. I do too. I hate what made me funny, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All the shit experiences that yeah. you know equal this. The trauma that equals yeah. comedy. But whatever. You know. Why not make jokes about it instead of, you know, just bitching about it online, right? There you go. Or sharing memes. Yeah. Or making memes. I mean I share it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got the whole thing going on. I like the shit post. I like to do my comedy. Whatever. But this isn't about me. This is about you guys. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's get off of me. <laughs> um, if you guys had a choice in the matter, how do you want to die? Instantly. Man, you guys are getting heavy here. Oh, we go through it, dude. Tomorrow. Inst- like, okay, instantly, tomorrow, like, without knowing you're about to die? Today's not good for me, but uh, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, I'm I gotta free. take care of some stuff later. <laughs> I can take, I can take some, a little bit of death tomorrow. It's all right. Like instantly without knowing you're about to die and it just happens, or like knowing, okay, I'm about to die. Okay, I think I don't, I don't know. I think it might be selfish to try to choose how I would die because it could be any oh, number of ridiculous yeah. ways. But I would prefer if it wasn't some kind of like horrifying, drawn. That's my out, next question. How do you lung rattling, <laughs> like in a hospital bed, shit in your pants? Oh, that's yeah. Anything but that. Falling off a cliff, getting hit by a bus. You know, ideal for it. me would have to be like I'm 90 years old and it just happens in my sleep or something. Oh, I can't do the sleep Do you really want to go through those? You want to live 80s, through ninety? Ooh, I gotta have brutal. that clarity of I'm about. What kind to... of millennial are you? <laughs> <laughs> Not a good one, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know because then also too, of course, there's that aspect of like the very, oh, the the divine psychedelic experience that some people say that they've had or say yeah. that you will have, like all that Terrence McKenna shit. But um, for DMT goes. Yeah, apparently it's like in your brain, yeah. and uh, you know it's like you know Joe Rogan shit. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It that could be cool. It could suck. Who knows? Like, <laughs> who knows? We'll find out one day. Yeah, but then you don't get to tell <laughs> anyone <laughs> else. <Yeah. laughs> it got dark, right? Because these, you're dead, and then it doesn't matter. These bills are stacking up. Dog, hurry up! Grim Reaper, where you at? <laughs> shout out to death. Yeah, shout out death. I like to shout out random things on this it's podcast. A really oh. good band. <laughs> I got a good one. Oh, <laughs> if uh, the afterlife was irrefutably like proved by science or something like that that it existed and it was far superior to what we're doing now, would you guys change the way you guys are living your life at all? No, nah. nope. <laughs> awesome, you guys are doing it doing it right then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like as, this kind of question always makes me think of uh, this dude Marcus Aurelius. He was a Roman philosopher, and he said. If there is a God and that God is just, he won't care if you've been faithful. He'll he'll care that you've been a good person more yeah. than anything else. If there's a God and that God is unjust, suck my dick. Fuck you. Right? Unjust yeah. God. And if there is – he didn't say that. It was a little more eloquent. <laughs> Paraphrasing. Yeah, I don't but, think this is verbatim. Oh, man. But then he yeah. said if there is no God, at the very least, you'll have been a good person. And people will, yeah. will remember you like with love. So it's like just bottom line. Just live your life. Be cool to others. You know. <sighs> David, that's always been – like the 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 actual Christian faith itself, I guess I, I I probably don't have a problem with, but like the followers of the religion, they're always like, "Well, you can't good deed your way into heaven." It's like that doesn't mean don't try to be yeah. a good person. You, yeah. you know, just because you can ask for forgiveness right before you die and go to heaven still in your mind, 
Maybe yeah. don't be a piece of shit. It's like still. you started a charity, you did all this great philanthropic work, but you only went to church on Christmas and Easter. Nope, you're you're done. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> hey, really? Is that how it is? Come on, guys. Come on. I I will I will uh, not shit on most of them. They usually tell me they're upfront. Like you don't have to go to church to be a good Christian. So I mean I respect the people that can at least be honest like that. But sure. It's like man, I see a lot of people cop out. Like okay, so when I was like fourteen, fifteen, I went to a Bible camp, and uh, this one girl that was like in the you know classes with me and shit she was there and she was just cussing up a storm and like fuck this goddamn that no 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 i'm like bro what the fuck shit i probably shouldn't be doing that right she's like oh, i'll just ask for forgiveness later <laughs> Dude, she found the loophole yeah. she found the loophole god always forgives oh cool hey, do whatever you i want said. All I have look to at do. here god it's, it's right here dude that's great <laughs> yeah so that's my main problem with most religions and well i guess yeah. really just christianity teach their own man all right. <laughs> Fuck. Every time I go to ask this question, I just laugh at it because it's so stupid. Would you have sex with yeah, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yes. Yes, yes. There you go. Dixon? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> Would you have sex with Ryan Reynolds? No. Oh, man. Whack. That's this is going to cause a pretty big fissure in our band. Dude, fuck. We just broke BZ Rip. Casey up. Rip. B- BKZ. Oh, my God. I just butchered that. <laughs> Bz K. Oh my K. What is it? Spaghetti. Oh, Just give it spaghetti. up. Spaghetti. Spaghetti Casey. Check us out on spaghettikazymusic.com. Bizkiz. Check out Bizkiz. Bizkiz. Uh, so. Yeah, I can't believe I butchered that so hard. Yeah, you fucking no, no, no open worries. a goddamn deli, dude. So I think you guys kind of answered this already, um, but I'm gonna ask again because fucking repetition, right? Why not? Uh, what's your favorite genre of music? Ooh. To just listen to. I mean, obviously, you have your favorite genre to play, which is what you do, but. All right. Um, <clears throat> it's. If can, you don't say rap, you're lying. I was going to say it's contextual. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Lil Pump's the greatest to ever do it. We all know that. <laughs> We've all accepted this by now. But, um, yeah, it's, it's contextual. It depends on what I'm doing, it depends on how I'm feeling. And so, yeah, it's hard to say. I say. Because I make electronic music, like that's creatively, it makes the most sense to me. But I don't listen to that much electronic music anymore, as much as I used to. It's all kinds of, lots of jam bands, always punk and metal, always. Yeah. I can't get away from it, um, no matter how hard I try. And of course, hip hop's great and just, just whatever. Honestly, who's better, Lil Pump or Danny Brown? Dude, <laughs> why? Why wow. choose, right? Yeah. Okay, no lost dose. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for know. answering that question for me because I couldn't. I, I don't couldn't. know what he just said. What'd you say? Why not both? Porque oh, no why not? Dos, no la... Okay. Yeah. We're... Yeah. Okay, this is America. We speak American. <laughs> <laughs> Porque no los dos. That's it. But yeah, I think for me, it's definitely contextual. Like Ryan said, I mean, if I'm, you know, chilling on my back porch, grilling out, I might listen to some acoustic music. Jack Johnson, Dave Matthews. If I'm, yeah. you know, in my car, I might listen to electronic music. I'm always going to be partial to jam bands. Jam bands, rock, electronic music. I do listen to electronic music a lot. I listen to a lot of house music. Yeah, what are some of your favorite my, artists? My favorite yeah. label is Dirty Bird Records. By far. That's yeah. my favorite house music label, which Claude Von Stroke is the, the mm-hmm. leader of. So Claude Von Stroke, Shiba San, Mija. Or I think I found out, speaking of This Is America, I found out a couple weeks ago that it's actually Mija. I feel bad for calling her well, Mija for the past. In, in America, it's Mija. <laughs> M-I-J-A, Mija. Um, Will Clark. Tim Baresco, Om Nom, um, 
Artelon. These are just some really crazy Dirty Bird. I mean, for the last, artists. like, I would say at least, like, the last, like, five years, the Dirty Bird guys have been kind of pushing where house music has been going. Yeah. Because, you know, five years ago, everybody was still listening to that. Like that. Wait, what was that? Fucking Martin Garrix ass fucking Tiesto. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, when Avicii passed, we were we covered Avicii levels at a show. We have mad respect for that kind of music. It's just not exactly where the majority of people are heading. I think these days, Big Room might be dying. Yeah, might be Little Room House soon. Yeah, it might be Little Room House soon. Yeah, Big Room House is dying. But yeah, so yeah, so those guys really helped push this really deep sound into the forefront. I mean, Fisher just won a fucking Grammy. Yeah, Fisher did win a Grammy. That's Chris, insane. Or Chris Lake, however you want to look at it. <laughs> Shout out to that. We'll, we'll unpackage that a different day. <laughs> yeah, no. So um, Dude, a little bit of everything. I would, I would be lying if I didn't say I listen to all kinds of different yeah. kinds of music. So you really fucked Same, me up man. when you were talking just a second ago because you were talking about Dirty Bird. They're like, you're, they're pushing warehouse music, and I'm like. Warehouse music is that a new genre? What the fuck? Uh, yeah, <laughs> house music. I heard the yeah, same you're like, thing. Warehouse music, but is I was going. able to decide. Oh, I, I did too. <laughs> yeah. I did too. I Where, caught it for a second. I'm like, warehouse music. So we're all going back to like 1988 Detroit. Here. <laughs> yeah, I wish with, we could with our house. Yeah. I wish we could. We can't though because of Joe Biden. Actually, <laughs> yeah, dude, didn't he make raving illegal? In yeah. Like okay. Okay. No, this is true. This, Wait, isn't, what? this isn't political. Yeah. This is true. So in 2001, Joe Biden wrote a bill. Um, it was named the Rave Act, like unofficially, and he made it so that let's say we threw a warehouse rave tomorrow, and it got raided by the police, which they always do. It's a rave, yeah. And there's a law, a federal law, that they can take every single drug count in charge and pin it Applied. on the promoter and the person that owns or the owner, yeah. the venue. Fuck. So, so fuck you, all, Joe Biden. If yeah. there was an 800 yeah, person that. rave here, and, and you know, 300 people got caught with ecstasy pills. The um, people putting the rave on would, would get, get 300, 300 counts. ecstasy counts. Felony wow. counts. Yeah. yeah so, so you can um, thank Jay, Joe Biden for that when you're yeah, talking about yeah. not have, being able to have local warehouse raves anymore. Yeah, because they still Shout do out it. JB. Yeah, thanks, Jay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> not Justin Bieber. Again, not, not political at all. These are just facts. Yeah. No, they, no yeah. uh, it doesn't matter what you think of them. But he, also, he Joe Biden's cool. a creep. Yeah. Yeah. Not political at all, just facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. so, thanks, Joe. I got to ask, uh, what's out of all the shows you've ever been to, concerts or whatever, what stands out the most? What was your favorite, funnest, you know, best for, experience? For me, 12-31-15, New Year's Eve, New York City, Disco Biscuits, they jammed to the movie Tron. They put the Tron oh, movie amazing, right. on <laughs> on big screens on stage and all around the venue and just improvised their own score to wow. the Tron movie. Um, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, New Year's Eve, Times Square, um, underground in the PlayStation Theater. That's my number. I posted about it on Facebook afterwards saying this was the coolest musical experience I've ever had in my life. And I yeah. still will say that four years later. Hell yeah. Dope. Yeah. Sounds awesome. For me, it's... <clears throat> There's different ones. I used to be a very big nectar kid, a little nectarine back in my time. <laughs> nectarine. And um, yeah, dude, they're nectarines. They're nectarines for sure. They're not base heads. They're nectarines. <laughs> they're nectarines. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so like seeing him, it was the first electronic show I actually ever went to. And I saw him, it was like um, the night before New Year's Eve, he played at the Tabernacle. And like it was like 2010 or something. I was still in high school. And I just remember being so mind blown because up until that point, I was. You know, I was seeing Disturbed and Lamb of God yeah. and Five Finger Death Punch. So I never and you I, had you had you even heard dubstep or any? Like, oh yeah, I was I was really into it at that point. Okay, but cool. I'd never seen the whole shebang yeah. with the lights and you know, 
the whole experience. So that really kind of like shifted what I thought live shows were supposed to be about. Because yeah. like up until then, it was like I'm angry because I'm angsty. I'm a teenager. I'm going to hit yeah. people and run around and um, do metal stuff. So you can still do that. Yeah. It's not, it's not as appealing as it used to be. I can't believe you were in high school in 2010. I graduated in 2011. Wow. Yeah. You learn every day. <laughs> People are ages. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, how, is that how, the, how old are you? I'm 26. 26? 28. 28. So that explains it. 28. Dude, fuck everybody. Well, except for Rick. Rick's old. <laughs> was, that, was that the show where you learned how to volume control DJ? No, that was actually another time. That's interesting you brought that up. So, um, it was another time he played at the Tabernacle. A couple years later, um, Bass Nectar, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm t- I was. A, yeah. I'm talking about the Nectarine era of my life, which is cool. We still cover Bass Nectar. I mean, we're not hating on Bass Nectar. No, here. I love. We, bass we love Bass Nectar. I love Bass Nectar. I just yeah. haven't no. seen him in a while. Yeah. So what but, you're saying is fuck Bass Nectar, right? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is everyone that follows. Him. No, no, d- definitely but, not saying. What that, I'm saying but. is I'm not trying to drop a hundred dollars to get in an arena with twenty thousand dollars sweaty yeah. candy kids. And, fucking watch him die off dehydration <laughs> i love bass nectar though and i would still see him given the chance but um yeah so i was i don't know if you guys ever been in the tabernacle I oh was, yeah like, those tiers i was on like the second tier and all the way over to the right um because i this person that i brought with me wasn't feeling good so we had to go to the lame spot but actually it turned out to be really educational because i could see what bass nectar was doing and i noticed i don't know how familiar you guys are with djing but there's like the crossfader that goes from the left side of the deck to the right side he had it in the middle the whole time didn't touch it once it was just using the up down volume controls and he was going ham on like the samples and stuff and so interestingly enough that show taught me how i dj now i still dj like that. and the way that we conduct our backing tracks live is all done by that too we we never use cross i never touch it and i i learned how to dj from you yeah and I control some of the sequencing live, and we never use crossfaders, and we can attribute it to that night yeah, for thank, sure. Thank, thanks, Lauren. Thank, thanks, Lauren. I might Lauren. need to take a couple lessons from Please you guys because eventually I want to play live shows with my music. Of course, I yeah, would. Just, I would love that. Up, so you you make uh, hip hop, right? No, no, I make. Uh, it's a more subgenre, but like wave and witch house type music and stuff oh, like fuck that. Yes, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. We should link up. We should right. collab, bro. Hell yeah, yeah, I'm down. That's what babbling and dabbling is all about, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Connecting fucking pieces. Uh, Scott, hit him with the goddamn superpower question. All right. That's been a big hitter lately. All right. Now, this one is called Superpowers with a Catch. Choose one. Okay. First one, you can hear people's thoughts, but only in the voice of Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> so is it a, a yes or no question? No, no, no. no. I'm going to give four you four options. options right? <laughs> it's multiple choice. He's like, no, immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. One of the other three. All right. uh, you can grow or shrink to any size, but your feet remain the same size. <laughs> okay. All right. You can fly, but only in the opposite direction of where you're looking. Mm. Like, backwards basically sure. <laughs> and you can turn invisible but you have to fart loudly once a minute hmm. d for sure yeah, I'm on that <laughs> you know how hilarious that would be to just be like walking around downtown making and you're just ripping them on people and they have no idea they start blaming their buddy what the fuck the terry factor. it's like oh this looks like a nice first date <laughs> yeah, yeah d for sure uh, i like that question that's awesome <laughs> yeah I, I gotta agree man because like yeah so I, I don't know. That's where I thought everybody would go was D, but fucking uh oh chose. What did uh oh choose? A A fucking hearing people's thoughts and Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey's Gilbert, voice. Yeah. Wait, wait, okay, but I was actually thinking about that. The stipulation 
that I would be concerned with is can you choose to not listen to people's thoughts? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think there's always, always, always all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That we sounds like a nightmare. Insane. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound like a nightmare. That I'm, is I'm already insane with just can. my own thoughts. It does say you can hear people's thoughts, so maybe it is optional. I'm going to say it's optional, actually. The way L.O. answered it, he said, well, I can turn it on and off. So he was in the mind okay. instead of it being optional. So If it's optional, I might actually go with that one. Dude, yeah, I don't want to know can people's some... thoughts, though. Could you imagine? <laughs> Certain people would be, I guess, cool. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. No. Be like, what's that guy thinking? He's like, that's a cool bird, man. I like that bird. That's cool man, I should have smoked all that meth it. earlier. I wish I could do a Godfrey impression, but I just can't. Did you just try to do one too? No. I, I tried last week and it yeah, sucked. I, I'm not going to try. <laughs> I'm not going to. All right, I got a great question. Uh, what's your social security number? <laughs> right, Good question. Bad answer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what is the greatest design fuck up of the human body? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's an interesting question. The greatest is like as if like the human body was designed. The by example someone. is I hate like the ball sack is so stupid how it's designed. It it's so vulnerable stupid. and just hangs there. Yeah, and it and really it slaps be, up against armor. your legs and kind of yeah. hurts a little bit. Yeah, and you bit. try to sleep yeah. on your side and it just that's totally yeah. that's totally up there. That's for a design sure. fuck up yeah. in my opinion. That's a huge fuck up. They went wrong. Also, like, why do your joints always suck? Right, everything just hurts all the time. What's yeah. that? What's up with that? It's because existence is pain. Well, yeah, that's okay. the root of it. <laughs> that's what we've, in a physiological sense, though. That's what we've noticed. I guess <laughs> another another point of view could be that uh, the design fuck up would be the fact that when sitting down, it's not necessarily good for you, which is what yeah, humans do, to do. Ninety percent of the time, you know, if they had thought about that earlier, it would, you know, we're designed to to lay down and and fuck yeah. and to run around and kill shit yeah. and sleep, but. And we do the but we do the opposite ninety percent of the time. So maybe they could have thought about that and gave us better support for it, so we could sit down and chill with the homies. Yeah, shout out to running around and killing shit. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's a good point. That's what that's what it would be if you made your own country. Everyone would no no longer be able to sit down. Everyone have to run around. We have to run around and kill shit and lay down and 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 sleep. Yeah, then like like. Like a couple people, like on the black markets, like, yeah, dude, you got one of them chairs, dog. Yeah. <laughs> bro, bro. I'm trying to sit down, my dog. <laughs> oh, it's leather? $10 a minute. $10 a minute. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm you with it. You're to feel so fucking relaxed. I swear to God. <laughs> All right. Chicken wings. What about them? Drums or flats? What's up? I'm so partial to this. I'm a 100% drums fan. And I'm Fuck gonna, yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because you can. Have a beer in your left hand and dunk <laughs> yeah. your wing with the right hand in in blue really cheese or ranch, whatever your logic. preference is. I like blue cheese, but if you I like, you're talking about dunking it in oh, the dude, beer. You that's fucking cool. just ruined it with. No, I mean that's cool. Yeah. I like ranch too, but but if yeah. you know, I'm trying you, to save it now, you Dixon, can dunk God, it in damn. your sauce with your <laughs> eggs. Sorry about that, but that I'm I'm super partial to drums for that. I think I'm actually going to go to Piedmont or Wild Wing later this evening. Um, catch the Braves game. Go dude. Braves! Shout out Piedmont, support local business. Dude, I went to the uh, grand opening of Buffalo Wild Wings and. Stayed over for like 19 hours to get free wings. For <laughs> okay, we're bad. talking about local businesses, not chain restaurants. So fuck off. It, it was here. <laughs> dude, I went to uh, Piedmont last week for the first time ever, and it was so fucking good. Was it fire? Third bomb, Third dude. bomb dude. Third he, the guy was like, "Oh, our brisket, we smoke it for so long, and it's so great, and blah blah blah." But our best thing is the wings. I'm like, "What the fucking? Tell me one of them, dude, asshole." 
So did no. you just get both? No, I got the wings. They were fucking dope as fuck. Did, what flavor did lemon you get? Lemon fucking pepper. Oh man, yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's a good one. That's dude, that's lemon fire. Pepper's my shit. Yeah, that's I can't, honey barbecue I can't do hot. Uh, dude, honey barbecue's fire too mm. for sure. I just like spice. Yeah, I, lo- I love I love up. chicken Dot wings. Com, Bro, so. hold on, wait a second. PSA, motherfucking Piedmont. Get some goddamn honey barbecue sauce, please, because y'all had like some sweet and smoky barbecue. It was good, but no honey barbecue. But no honey barbecue. That's right. What the fuck, dog? Let me get some of that. My wife likes honey barbecue. I mean, you got lemon pepper, so I'm satisfied. But you know, looking out for my chick here, dog. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> looking out for that's Cam a good husband. Shout out to chicken wings, though, for sure. That's a great Dude, question. Shout out to the and, countless and, chicken wings. And it works out for, for us them. because I'm partial to drums. But my wife likes flats for whatever reason. I don't get it, but it works yeah. out great when we get chicken wings Dude, together. Them. For me, it's like this is kind of like. It kind of also like applies to my overarching life philosophy, where it's like I'm just happy to be here, man. I got wing. fucking chicken wings <laughs> and a beer. I don't care I'm how happy. they come. Wolf, wolf happy. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm just fucking happy to be here. Which usually, if I'm sharing wings with someone, it's usually like, "What's your preference?" And like, "Oh, it's this." It's like, "Great, okay, I'll take I don't the other one." Care. I'm just yeah. happy to be here. Yeah, at all times. What a guy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. That got awkward. Really. What <laughs> What did you guys do, the, like in the past or whatever, that still makes you cringe today? Thinking back on it, oh man, um, that would have to be the. Are you talk about the banana in life peel? generally, or like music in life, wise? Life generally, it doesn't have to be music. I'll I'll still stick to the music. It would have to be <laughs> posting our first song on fantasytour.com. Yes, yes, that yes. Is, I just look back and cringe on it. So <laughs> there's this website called fantasytour.com, which is basically Reddit for jam bands. Yeah, and. We recorded this song, Conflux. Yep. Um, if anybody wants us to bring that song back, let us know. We're, we're thinking We've about it. We've thought about but it, it, but... but it, we haven't played it in years. It was the very okay. first song we ever wrote. And we were so stoked that we had this track that we put on SoundCloud that I went on PT. That's what's called PT Fantasy Tour because it's Fantasy Tour with a PH, like, like fish, yeah. you know? I went on the Fantasy Tour, the Disco Biscuits Forum, and like posted this link to our track. And just got shit on. Dude. Absolutely, destroyed. absolutely destroyed. Oh, it was like everyone, dude. The first comment ripped well, it apart. Well, okay, I I guess I walked into it because my handle was PT sucks, which is the <laughs> name of the website. And so this dude's like, the first comment was like, okay, so let me get this straight. First, you tell us that we suck, and then you ask us to listen to your shitty garage band loops on repeat. No fucking thank you. Yeah, that was like that was I the sh- first comment of. Music. Anyone commented our, on our the music first, at all? Like, a great start. Reception that yeah. we ever got. <laughs> yep. Yep. So it I, I was definitely garage band loops, yeah. though. It he was. was on point. The thing is, is the dude wasn't wrong. <laughs> I was. That's so- when it hurts the most when they're right. <laughs> I saw my head because I can't defend myself right now. God damn it! Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's the. That's what I look back on and cringe, and it yeah, only made brutal. us better in the in the long run. I guess everything does. So yeah. was, did PT really stand for Fantasy Tour? Did you really think they sucked? Yes and yes. Okay. <laughs> that website's a cesspool. It sucks. But as, shout as out, but, any, sh- but shout out to them. But as as is any forum, any I mean, good it's, forum, is it's an like four chan or Reddit, shot. but for jam bands, like it's going to yeah. be a cesspool. It's not everybody there is to troll and to yeah. talk shit. I mean, it, we walked right into it. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. So that kind of yep, made you exactly. guys' skin a little thicker, probably now. I like... think so because you have to be able to take shit. We <laughs> realized that over the, you know the course of the years of, of playing together. You're gonna have people that hate you. Yeah. You're gonna have venues that hate you. You're gonna have people that if, think you. If suck. you do anything that's in any sort of public forum, that's no matter gonna, what, that's how like it's gonna at be. every level, people just fucking hate you. For you no have to reason. learn to like live with it. Yeah, I guess. Just, 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 <laughs> just keep going. 
Yeah. Um, but definitely look back on that and cringe. And honestly, haven't posted anything on a public forum since then. But I'm so confident now in our next music that's coming out to be able to post back on Reddit. Check out those forums, motherfuckers. Yeah. 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 Are you we'll going to use the PT sucks name? I'm going to change the handle if yeah, I okay. post on PT. I'm not going to tell them that they suck before yeah. asking them. PT to rules. PT <laughs> rules would be a good, would be a good handle. Go. Yeah, good for start. sure. No Just change doubt. sucks to blows. And... <laughs> Get a little more creative. Let them know what's really up. All right. I don't have this question wrote down, but I've been asking it to everybody, so you guys get it too. All right. What is a traumatic experience that you've had to overcome in your life? Well, are we talking like super serious here? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's a low, this is like a low point, like something just devastating, and you're just like, fuck, how will I ever bounce back from this? My ex-girlfriend boom. cheated on me. Mm. Yeah, she she cheated on me, and, uh, you know, that kind of sucked. I guess is that, that or my parents getting divorced. That's right. That was a fun oh, time for me, wow. too. Probably worse. Like That was a fun time. Mentally. My parents got divorced when I was a kid, and that definitely kind of fucked me up for a little bit. Bro, but. shout out to fucking divorce. Uh, <laughs> when I was five, my parents got divorced, and when my mom took me uh, with her one day, I was like, "What's going on? Where are we going?" She's like, "Disney World." We never went to fucking Disney World. Nope, fucking mm. bitch. But <laughs> well, she was saying that metaphorically. Yeah, the metaphorical Disney. Oh um, yeah, yeah, I guess that would be it for me. Your parents got divorced too, right? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I was like so twelve. Shout, shout out. Yeah, shout out to like everyone from our generation. His parents yeah, got divorced. Like, isn't that like kind of sad? Yeah. Like, we're over here talking about like you know being married and stuff, and our parents well, are divorced. I, yeah. Like, hopefully, it'll it'll all be good. Well, it's you like know? you hear all these bad things about the music industry, but people still want to get into the music industry. So true. That's so spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna beat the system. I'm gonna beat the one. It's not gonna happen to me. No, like we, we kind of have we to do delusional it, to make it. Like you have to, like, yeah, right? It's only it's only a career for the mentally insane. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, sure. But yeah. Um, so I always think about. I was raised Catholic, super Catholic, and um, I always think about. I didn't know there was a fucking another level of Catholic. Yeah, no, I, was, I, I was I was raised the normal level of Catholic, which is too much. <laughs> it's too much. No, I mean, if you're Catholic, I love you. No offense. Shout out to Catholic. Um, yeah, shout out everywhere. But um, yeah, no. So I remember I I was in second grade, and I mooned my French teacher. That's a bad move awesome. at a Catholic school. It was like after gym class, and I he had little have, shorts. Yeah. It was it's all. It, Basically, I was showing my buddies, like, oh, like, doing, like, a funny, like, you know, we're seven yeah. and butts are funny thing. And then the teacher's like, what are you doing? And I, so I stood up and he did, showed him, yeah. showed her what I was doing. And so I got in a lot of trouble for that. But I remember it was, like, the birth of my anxiety. Because when you're seven, you're also being trained for, like, reconciliation, yeah. which is, like, confession. I was, I was fucking mortified, dude. It was, like, where my anxiety was born. I thought yeah. that God and Jesus and Santa, all three of them, were in cahoots. And they all hated me <laughs> because I was such a bad human being for, like, this thing that, like, didn't matter to anyone else. Yeah. And so that like, Dude, I made like... you guys naked for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. So, I don't know. I, like, that... It was just kind of interesting, like, looking back on that and, like, the way that I am now. Because that definitely contributed, you know, for sure. So, as far as trauma goes, that's... There's a cookie. It's for you. Oh, I'm a comedian, so my filter as far as what goes out there. A really good comedian, I might add. I think I told you that earlier. You're fucking hilarious, dude. Um, let me know when your next gig is. Can't wait to go. October 18th. Yeah, you're killing it. Oh, 
I think he was trying to set me up to plug it. At Rigby's, right? <laughs> yeah. October 18th. October 18th. October 18th, 18th at Rigby's. Um, you guys go check them out. Camden Hill. The patio. I think On is the what patio. It's yeah. Is it's that, a free show. Is that what you're called? The patio? No. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you go by, dude? Just Camden Hill? Yeah. See, you know, I always thought that was funny. It's like the difference. There's so many similarities and so many differences between musicians and comedians. Agreed. But yeah. like all musicians, you know, you tend to have a fucking nickname and most comedians... Just go by their their you know, name, just regular name. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I don't that know. is that is interesting. To think but about. my rap name at the end was just my fucking name. It was Don Hill. Yeah. Right, right, just minus right. the Cam. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that should have been your first album, minus Cam. <laughs> Dude, one guy got mad at me. You know Dion King rounds. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Dion. Yeah, uh, he was. I I made that post. I'm like, should I name my album like All Don Hill from here? And he was like, Dude, <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> that's funny though. I like I that. that. All downhill from here. All okay. downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Instead wow. of all down, all downhill from here. All downhill from <laughs> yeah, here. That's, that's actually really I clever. Actually like that. That's some. That's some good marketing. That's what yeah. I thought. But Dion talked me out of it. Fucking cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. When I get him on the podcast, I'll fucking tell him he sucks. Yeah. Not we, that it matters. One of your questions. So, anyways, uh, why do you suck? <laughs> <laughs> so King rounds. <laughs> Are you the king of sucking? You, you produced some tracks for that guy back in the back in the day, didn't you? I have. Well, it was one of those things. Um, producing for rappers is is the worst because <laughs> they're like, I want you to do something like this, and you get your reference tracks, and you get everything together, and you like spend a long time on it because, like, you know, like I would want to produce for rappers, and then it's like, this is great, this is perfect, this is exactly what I wanted, I love it. Nothing. And then, and they they just never pay and for then it. They don't pay you or yeah. use it. Is the thing. It's not like. They used it without paying for it. I would be less mad, but it's like they commissioned it and then they just don't pay. And that happens a lot. Yeah, it's happened to me so many times. I had a fun time making the beats though. So I guess you have made some fire hip hop beats in the past. Some of the stuff we've actually used. Yeah, in our own you music. know, hit hit us up because I have like fifty beats. If you guys just want them, I don't you, use you've, them. You've made some beats <laughs> that we wound up making into boots and cat songs. Is that true? Incredible Nothing, That's City true. Skies, those all started out as rap songs, right? You produced for Midas, didn't you, a couple of yeah. yeah, I just produced for Midas. Yeah. I think he might be the only rapper that ever paid me, actually. <laughs> Jackson, Jackson didn't pay? I didn't make him pay. Saint, my boy. Shout out to Saint, Saint Jack, by the way. We Saint already Suburban. Shout, yeah, we already shouted out to Midas, so shout out to yeah. Saint Suburban now. Yeah, dude, shout out to everybody. Fucking shout out to whoever you want to. This is, uh, <laughs> this is, this is uh, the, the Shout Out podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, we shout out to everything. Shout out to this fucking table. Yeah, the shout out, the sick. shout outs. I, sick I will say that making rap music is fun, though. He he was alluding to producing beats for other rappers not being fun, but producing it is our, fun. I just producing our it's a waste own, of time, it, producing our <laughs> own our own music that we turn into rap or hip hop jams. Life is a waste um, of time. Kind of kind of is fun. Yeah, yeah. Incredible nothing is a is a good song. We yeah, should we, should, re- we should revisit that. We should revisit that. Yeah, for sure. I wrote that on a like a plane from Denver. Back here and Denver's was, tight. No, I had a layover there, so it wasn't tight. I was just in the fucking cigarette lounge. Yeah, lay, layovers Denver, aren't, aren't tight. But. I had like a ten-hour layover in Denver on my way back from San Diego, and like I was just in the cigarette lounge. I found this guy who he made signs like for like stadiums. And he was loaded, so he paid our bar tab. And I just remember I was on the plane, so wasted. I was like trying to make music, and I was like nodding off on, onto onto my laptop. And I just remember every time I'd wake up, this old lady next to me would just be like <laughs> giving me this look that like, like I was some kind of Dude, crazy person. That gets person. dangerous when you're making music and you're tired because you'll just mess something up and then you mm. won't know what you yeah. did. But it actually turned into it's a really cool song. We just it is a cool song. It. We need to finish it. We will. No worries. Right, I got a question real quick. Sure. Um, 
what is your guys uh i don't know if y'all have the same one or not probably not but uh what's y'all's dream lineup to like share the stage with oh man bass nectar <laughs> i don't think we'd fit with him to be honest because oh. of the band thing definitely well he no, he has break science and shit if those guys are still around he's done that before but I would I would have to say the disco biscuits. Um, biscuits are tribe. One 100%. one one fourth of that dream came true for us. We opened up for the disco biscuits drummer. Oh, his wow. side project okay. is Doctor Famous. Um, Alan O'Quinn, shout out to him. This is yeah. a shout, shout out, out podcast. But we got to open for him, <laughs> and we actually got him to guest with us on one track. So that would be super cool to do again, but with the whole band. Um, Camp Bisco would probably be my dream festival lineup at this point. If we can get there, Um, we're working towards it. Yeah, because like because like that's the thing. It's like, what's your dream lineup to play with? And it's like, okay, uh, Black Sabbath in '71. You know what I mean? Like Frampton, like but like Fish in '94, Biscuits in '99. Exactly, but like attainable things for right now. Camp Bisco would be up there for sure. Camp Bisco is one of the largest electronic music festivals in the East Coast and uh, hosted by the Disco. It's in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scranton, Pennsylvania. Shout out office. Well, I love what you guys are doing, and I think you guys will definitely get there at some point. Thanks, man. Fuck Pennsylvania. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm a Pennsylvania boy. What up? I hate, fucking hate the traffic there. It is bad. It's terrible. The tra- traffic all up there is awesome. But yeah, so um, yeah, we're just doing our thing. That's what we've always done, too. I think we've always been really good about that. It's like the goals we set are just like for us, and we do it because we like we, we like to we do it. We love the it's music, fun. for sure. Yeah. We love making this kind of music. Yeah. We love making shit that's not really being explored that much. Yep. Totally. Not because we're like trying to. It's just what happens when we pull all of your, all of Dixon's influences and all of my influences together in a room and just sit yeah. down and make music. Yep. This is what happens. So it's great. We love it. Dope. Where are we at? I'm way too far away from the mic. Uh, <laughs> uh, we just hit over an hour. Well, we've been here for an hour. Yeah. yeah. Time flies yeah. when you're having fun, man. Well, it's you guys have been here longer. Been, dude, it's been awesome being on here, man. This is a great, great, great we podcast. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, you guys got a good thing going on. This is dope. Do you have any more questions? I've got one no, more, I'm, and that's I'm it. Yeah. All right. So, shit, where is it? I ask everybody this. I've got a few recurring questions. Is this the one we accidentally walked in on? Yeah. That you walked out of. Yeah, we yeah, walked sorry, out. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. It's all good. Yeah, it, said, it said do not enter. And Dixon was like reaching for the door handle. I was like, oh. No, that, that sign is always on there. It's for just other people. Cause, it's uh, all good, though. It couldn't have happened to better people. I love Uh-Oh. Yeah, shout out sure. to Rehab yeah, yeah. and Uh-Oh. And those are, those are the homies. <laughs> yeah, you're on the shout out podcast. Dude, did you hear about his story about like getting the call that he was in Rehab? No. He told us about it. He was like, I was I was indifferent because I didn't know who Rehab was. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and Warner Robins of all places are making He was like, awesome. my mom showed me Bartender, and I was like, that's when it hit me. I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, what the fuck? I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> that's, that, that's awesome. Shout out DJ Uh-Oh. Yes, sir. Love him. Shout out people that shout out things. Yeah. That shout out to the shout outs. Out. Yes, sir. <laughs> shout out us. Shout out Earth for not getting rid of us just yet. Um... So what are some things we could or should change to make the world a better place? Obviously techno. Yeah, <laughs> we need more. We need more. I guess this is kind of similar to the fucking if you had your own country, what would... Kind of, but this is like current. I don't know. I mean, it's tough to talk about this kind of thing because of the way that politics are so divisive now. You'd be like, I think that we should do something about the world falling apart. Like the earth, literally the environment is really bad. 
And they'd be yeah. like, oh, so like what? You just like want to suck Bernie Sanders' dick and like put a, <laughs> yeah. you know, and like yeah. Caesar yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's, yeah. it's, they've done a really, really good job of like characterizing political beliefs. So it's like the red team versus the blue team. Yeah. But really, it's like the environment's really important. Education's really important. Fucking stopping mass incarceration is really important to me. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, demilitarizing the police force, stuff like that. And even though most of those ideas are liberal leaning, it's like, don't, I, I hate how divisive yeah. it becomes. Cause these are, it's like kids should be smart. People should be able to go to the hospital. Yeah. Like the, the earth shouldn't shatter because we can't stop fucking farming oil. Shout out to universal healthcare. Yeah. Shout out. So legalize cannabis, legalize cocaine, <laughs> legalize all drugs. Yeah, really. Legalize I think, all. Wrong I, think I think for real legalizing drugs, um, could go a long way. It, so it worked. It, well, Making at least decriminalizing. It works for at Portugal. least decriminalizing. Portugal yeah. did it right. They like decriminalized all drugs in like the '90s, and like abuse has gone down exponentially. I mean, you right. have this. You have this plant that has proven medicinal uses that is still criminalized. Yeah. So that yeah. up there for me for well, sure. Shout out to status. old people. <laughs> right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. But yeah, um, I think I, it, it's overwhelming. It's incredibly overwhelming because there's so much that needs to be fixed. There's so many layers and so many ways you can think about it. But the thing is, is that they, when I say they, I mean people that are benefiting from the world being destroyed, that are benefiting in an economic way. It's much easier for them if we're fighting each amongst amongst ourselves. Instead of being like, hey, like, find one person that wants to go to war with Iran. Like, I mean, come on. Why would we do that? Just leave them alone. But you get a fucking Dodge Charger out of the deal, so. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you know, somebody's right. got to die. <laughs> right, the price must be paid. <laughs> I need that Charger, bro. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, so, I don't know. Without getting too political, I think the issues are obvious, and I think that we have to reach across more, because we're all the fucking same. We're all just getting shit on. Yeah. None of us can pay our fucking bills. Why are we mad at each other? I don't get that. I do feel like there's a big problem with people being able to uh, debate and not argue. Agreed. Agreed. And that's on purpose. That is yeah. on purpose. That is on purpose. Faux show. Sure. Yeah, it's like, you know, this whole... It happened with Colin Kaepernick, where it's like, should he or should he not kneel during the national anthem? Does he hate America? And it's like, he's talking about police brutality, but we're not talking about that. Right. Yeah. They did the same thing with, what's her name? Greta... Where it's like, we're not talking about the what environment. We're talking about whether or not a 16-year-old should be able to talk about the environment. It's like, they yeah. always shift the point so right. that we don't actually discuss what the fucking problem is. Focus on the messenger yeah. and not the message. Exactly. Like, that's a great on, way to put it. You. And that's wow. exactly what they do. Every you could say the same time. thing about the current administration, too. Yeah. Everybody wants to hate on Trump, but everybody's just hating on the messenger, not necessarily yeah. the message. Yeah. Shout out to Don't Shoot the Messenger. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to the messenger as yeah, well. It's, all, <laughs> it's interesting. Our buddy's that, band is Don't Shoot the Messenger. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, cool. It's shout out to them to get sure. so deep on a podcast like this, but it's cool. You guys are cool. I enjoy talking about it. But Dude, that, that's, that's what we're all about, man. No, Open. man, I like I like it. We can we can get deep here, but that's uh that's kinda how I feel as well. Yeah. It's uh it's a much deeper, more complicated issue than just being black and white. It's hard yeah. to it's hard to just pinpoint one thing that you could use to make the world totally. better, but and we're not discussing it anyways. Because like you're on this team, I'm on this team. Fuck you. It's like it doesn't make sense. We're all on the mm-hmm. same team. We can all, all be humans. here at the end of the day, though, and try and make the world a better place just by being better people. Exactly. Exactly. Compassion. Exactly. Yeah. There's no money in being better people. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. I, yeah. Shout out to Andrew Yang. 
Capitalism <laughs> with a conscience. Yeah, exactly, dude. That guy's actually kind of a badass. I do like that guy. Dude, I heard on Joe Rogan's podcast the other day that uh, they they looked up this article about Yang talking about wanting to get people to stop eating meat. I was like, no, don't destroy my image of this man. <laughs> a lot of, a lot I of like them. meat. But well, he was like talking about taxing it so high that people don't want to buy it. I was like, yeah. fuck that. Well, well I, I, I I probably can see where he's coming from because it probably is like the meat industry being like the biggest contributor to the environment being fucked up. Well, is that true? Joe Rogan says otherwise. He said some article he found says it's only like 9%. Jamie, pull that up. Yeah, young Jamie. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, we just turned into the JRE real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, who knows though? Who I don't know. Knows? Who fucking knows? A lot of the po- or a lot of the posts I've been seeing being shared about Yang, like negatively, a lot of times are taken way out of context too. Like yeah. uh, there'll be oh. questions that he's talking about, like things that could happen a hundred years in the future and not actually now, right? Uh, stuff right. Like that. Yeah. And I'll say, oh, he's trying to, you know, well, he's trying to put us on the right fucking path and hit. Well, whatever he he's, he thinks it's the right path, and a lot yeah. of shit he says, I think I was like, yeah, that guy's got a fucking good idea of what's going on. Definitely better than what I do. I'll follow him. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Good enough for me. Yeah. And I've never voted before, but like, I didn't if, he makes, it, if he dude, makes it, if he makes it, I'm man. fucking out there. Nah, fuck that, dude. Our voice don't matter in the federal election. <laughs> I feel bad about not participating in local elections. Anarchy for the win. Yeah, dude. I burned <laughs> it all to the ground. I couldn't <laughs> see myself voting for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. If I did vote, I was going to vote dude, for Gary Johnson. I voted for Jill Stein. She's I. There you go. Green Party. You know, fuck it. But yeah, I mean, they'll never win, you know. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I, I still went and exercised my goddamn American right. To One of the me. phrases I, I hate the most is people saying, if you don't vote, that's a vote for this person. I'm like, no, it's not. Because yeah, then dude. you're assuming I would have voted for that person if I didn't vote. If I did vote. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> I fucking, I had a bit about that. Like, I love you like so-and-so jokes, and one of them was like, I love you like Republicans and Democrats love telling you that not voting is a vote for the other candidate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Right. I told it one time, and this guy, like, no laughs at all. This one guy just goes, ooh, politics. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That didn't go well, did it? (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. I mean, other than if you guys just want to sit here and shoot the shit for a little bit, we got nothing. Yeah. It was great, man. We appreciate you guys. Dude, it was awesome being on here, man. This was great. Had a good time. Glad you enjoyed it. it. Uh, I just hope people enjoy listening to it, and it grows. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And if you made it this far, I think that... uh, after the fact, we're going to play a little new thing we've been working on. Um, it doesn't have a name. That's how new it is. But um, our buddy Matt guested with us in Atlanta at Aisle 5 when we played it. And uh, we're just really excited about where we're going and how jammy and weird and spaced out we're getting, but in a very yeah. cohesive way. You know, um, Organized chaos. Organized chaos. Thank you, Dixon. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, we're excited for you guys to hear this. Come check us out. Uh, 1025 will be in Milledgeville at Buffington's. Uh, November 1st, we'll be at Amici on the rooftop in Macon. Uh, first Friday. It's going to be a party. Yep. And then again at the Hummingbird, November 9th Supporting with Rochambeau. Rochambeau. Yes, sir. From Atlanta, we think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. From somewhere. <laughs> shout out to Atlanta, we think. Yes, sir. <laughs> nah, fuck Atlanta. That's my thing. You can't shout out Atlanta. That's the one thing. <laughs> oh, man. That's the one. That's the one. You kicked off. You're not allowed to come back. <laughs> oh, Greg. I don't know. I think if we tried to just play it off your phone, it wouldn't work that good. But yeah, it's cool. We'll cut. We'll cut a clip in, and then we'll uh, at the end of it, we'll play at whatever snippet you guys want us to play. Do you want to give them a sample a right now, just live? See how it sounds. I mean, yeah, you're welcome to if you want. But like off the phone just, speaker. Yeah, is it gonna? It's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna sound like garbage. We'll cut it. Sure. it I'm bad? not gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good. We'll Never fix it in post. 
Can yeah. I just send you? Can I just send you the wave file and you put it in yourself? Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, we cool. should do that. Cool. Let's just do that. That yeah. works better. Definitely. Sounds good. Um, Jeff, so that's that, man. Yeah, yeah, man, it was awesome. We dabbled. Yeah, we love we you guys. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you Keep so it much, up. man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're having a good time doing it, and that's what's important. Yes, sir. That's what's important. Do this. Got to have fun, man. Shout out to Babylon and Dablin. Shout out to Babylon <laughs> and Dablin. Shout out to having shout fun. <laughs> shout out to tables. Shout out to fucking XLR cables. Oh, yeah. Laptops. Shout out HP. Sponsor the podcast. <laughs> shout out Pile Mixers. Sponsor the podcast. Sponsor the podcast. <laughs> shout out Windscreens. If you're, if you're the guy that made Windscreens, sponsor the podcast. Shout out to this $5 mouse that I bought from Five Below. Sponsor yeah. the podcast. Shout out, shout out. <laughs> nice, dude. Dabbling, dabbling, and shouting out. <laughs> shout out to it, uh, sponsors. I know you're out there. You're just not here. Yeah, shout out, shout outs. Shout, shout out, out to you guys listening. Take care. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Thank shout you out guys. to yourself. Love you guys. Peace. Signing off.
Y'all give it up for our boy, Matt.